welcome to another Scots Wayhay podcast and today I'm joined by two parts of Mitchell Museum, Cami and Reindeer. Hello guys. Hello. Um, we're here to talk about the new album uh, Skinny Tricks which is out on the 15th of May mm-hmm. on Scottish fiction. Um, so far I think we've only heard the single Freak Beak, is that right? Well, yeah, officially uh, Freak Beak has been, has been released as yeah. a single but uh, su- I don't know if you're aware of this but surprisingly Earlier uh, in the week, Gideon Cole played the next single. Ah, uh, really on, Yeah, Six Music, which I, I was not expecting. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to the point that I actually fell over. <laughs> um, so, uh, Neil from uh, Scottish Fiction sent a message saying, we were on the radio just now, right. um, and uh, I was in the kitchen just doing the dishes. And uh, I had the radio on the anyway, quite quietly, and then turned up the volume, and then I heard, yeah, it was. I was really excited and tried to tweet about it at the same time. And as I did that, I actually, actually fell over. And then my girlfriend came through to find out what on earth was going on, and I was like, we're on the radio. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't until after, after the song stopped playing that I realised that it wasn't Freak Peak. And it was actually the next single, so yeah. So yeah, I think he has like the promo of the album, uh-huh, uh-huh. and and so That's he, he played that. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, yeah. And then Stephen Mack played another one. Uh, was that Thursday? That was the day after, wasn't it? it the was day, day after, after. and again, it was, it was the first track from from the new album. Um, we kind of like stopped playing all of the album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, there'll be nothing else to. to <laughs> Well, if you didn't get played, why not? Well, that's true. <laughs> what a way that would have been to be hospitalised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened? It just slipped because I was on the radio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, how have you got these bruises? This is suspicious. No, my song was on the radio. Honestly, like, honestly, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, tell us about the album then. So, uh, um, can it take us through the some of the themes and everything that went through it? Yeah, okay, so... Um, I, I, have you have you heard it? Have you heard it? I've heard bits of it. I haven't heard the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've heard some of it live as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So you'll kind of hear that there's a a lot going on, yes. and anybody I've spoken to about the album, there, there's a, like an awful lot going on in it. Um, and one of the main things that that we've done is uh, we've sampled um, WhatsApp videos. Yes. Um, so it's like it's like audio from WhatsApp videos that my friends have shared on on uh, WhatsApp and Facebook and that sure. kind of thing. And that, that gave me the idea to uh, create a kind of in terms of sound. Everybody's constantly documenting their lives, and everyone's I feel kind of screaming into the internet all the time. So in terms of the way it sounded, I kind of wanted to create this this kind of feeling of uh, like having all these kind of cut up samples through like throughout the album to yeah. create that, that kind of stuff. Everyone's trying to say their piece, but it's all kind of it's all very dense inside the album. We're talk, we're talking to a, a friend who's in the first uh, in the first song. Um you, you hear the sound of him talking to his, his daughter, but you actually can't make it out because I've stretched the audio out and kind of slowed it down so you okay. get, turned it into kind of a, into a note. See, he was a wee bit disappointed <laughs> that he's not, you can't really tell. Because if initially he said, let me get late, I'm going to speak to my lawyers once once I told them that he was on the album. Um, but so that's in terms of the sound yeah. of, of, uh, of the album. I think, so there's quite a lot in this really, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I suspected that, I have to say. I think what's really interests me from what I've heard is, it sounds different to previous records, yeah. but it still sounds like you. Yeah. There's something very, and I was listening back to uh, your previous records that you've made, and there is definitely a Mitchell Museum 
sound that comes through. So is that something you're kind of aware of when you're making new music? Yeah, well, that's what costs it. So that's interesting, right? So um, when it was after we finished the second album, we knew that we had to get working on the next album yeah. right away because the whole process just takes such a long time to write and then to record. It takes so long. It, it, it takes... It takes so long. <laughs> like, like, it's tiring. It's, yeah, but I don't it's, know how, how it is. It takes so long, but it's just time yeah. disappears, and you're like, oh, this was, might be two years ago. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, re- I remember um, uh, talking to somebody uh, when we were playing, it was the Jock Rock kick, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Stereo. And so mm-hmm. I was saying to someone, uh, they kind of didn't believe that we were so far so far through the new album because there was such a big gap between the first and well, the second album. Well, I could say that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was, I was, it was Mike from Manic, Manic Pop Thrills. Was it? Yeah, and um, I don't think he quite believed that we actually had finished writing it, but I was like, honestly, it's done, it's ready. At that point, we thought it was going to be like ready within like six months or something. We like definitely that. thought it was coming out last year. We thought we definitely thought it was coming out right. last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Aye, so in terms of like the, your question about the, the sound, mm-hmm. um, when it came to writing the song, so what normally happens for the songwriting, um, I, I tend to write a demo, uh, get the kind of the melody and the lyrics and some kind of synths and samples worked out, and then Reindeer and Chris will kind of build on top of that, you build your parts on, on top of that. I think that Chris and I have got a distinctive style. I like that, that too. That we bring to your songs to I think you definitely have it's very much a band sound I was thinking you know listen again to music you, the, the drums and the bass you know that rhythm section it really is it's all part of the sound mm. Mm. I, I think that you've got a very very distinct uh, drumming style uh, and I think Chris has got a very distinct bass style as well like falling down that, that, I don't know if he, if he intends to like play like he's or to live fall over when he's nearly that's he's, he's, the theme in the band that we just fall over a lot <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So. But this fit together quite nicely. Yeah. So. Yeah. So when it was when we were writing that album, I sat down, but I was really conscious of kind of not wanting to repeat ourselves. Sure. Um. And so. Uh. I was. That's where. I, that's where I got the idea for like doing this like sampling. Stuff from videos. Um. Mm-hmm. And then building like loops out of out of the videos. And making it a little bit more electronic-y, I think. Because mm. I think the first album, um, Peter's Book Moral Service, has got quite kind of an organic acoustic kind of sound to it. And it's, yeah, got le- it's, so. it's got less electronics in it. And I think because of the internet theme is kind of as well, I kind of wanted to have that sound of like, just being a little bit more electronic-y. But that's what I was going to say. It was like, the first song that I wrote was for Reindeer's birthday mm-hmm. and it wasn't meant to be a song that we were going to do with Mitchell Museum at all and to get away from the idea of writing a Mitchell Museum song and thinking this is what a classic Mitchell Museum song is yeah. I decided that I was going to kind of create this sort of other like a solo kind of uh, alter ego, alter ego yeah. type thing called um, Freak Beak called Freak Beak yeah, yeah. Um, and ah, okay. yeah and so I wrote the song um, and then the song I think was called. What was the song? I uh, know it was just called Freak Peak Birthday Song. Freak Peak Birthday Song. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that's right. Yeah, and I was. I think it was part of this piece that was. It was. It was flog. That was the. Was the. Was the, was the piece that I, that I was supposed to be. And then after I played you the song, you were kind of like, "Why are we not doing this as a Mitchell Museum song?" Right. Um, and then I thought, okay. And then I started writing everything in this kind of 
free beak slash flog kind of kind of mindset mm-hmm. to kind of get away from the the, the block of writing standard Mitchell Museum songs. Right. Um, but the problem with that was every single song was called Flog A, Flog One, Flog Two, Flog Three, and so when it came to uh, mixing that with um, with uh, David David uh, R Simpson, um, it was a total a total nightmare for him because he would say to me what song we were working on today, and, and I'd be able to work on Flog Eight, but he's like, what is that? What? I mean, I have that problem. <laughs> what song we playing in the practice studio, and and it was like Flog What? I, yeah, because we still we still we still call them like we in the band still call the songs like Flog Seven, Flog Eight, and you'll be like, is that the Flog? Is that a Flog Wilson? Because they also have different names as well. So this is why it takes so long. <laughs> Um, but that is interesting. So that original Freak Beat birthday song, yeah. it had the idea of looping and yeah. sampling and yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Well, so in that in that song, it originally had a sample of a guy in a TED talk, right. um, and uh, I uh, <laughs> we were going to get in touch with the guy, weren't we? Asking if we could. Yeah, I don't know how we were going to do that, but we definitely spoke about it. Yeah, we spoke about it, and then we, didn't, then we changed our minds, and then we just kind of took the, like, part, because what I did was I cut up his TED talk and, put, like, kind of rearranged all the words. So, uh, there was this phrase he keeps saying, like, dead implies dead, which is not what he actually said right. in, in the TED talk, but that's what that's what we sing, like, we tried, that's what we sing now at the start of, of, mm-hmm. of the song. So, yeah, so that was the first time that I started playing about with the loops, and also my friend... Um, like talk, like talking to his daughter and stuff as well. That's that's on that as well. Yeah, yeah. So when she decided that this is the kind of sound of the record, um, how do you approach individual tracks? Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I was in this kind of a bit of a rock. As I was saying, I didn't want to kind of create the same thing again. Right. All right. And and I, I think I was having this little bit of kind of writer's block going on mm-hmm. because of that. Um, and so that's where I thought, well, it's good that I'm working with the uh, this kind of alter ego type thing, um, but also what am I wanting to what am I wanting to write about? Um, yeah. So the second album was about you know it was about like the the breakup with uh, a long term relationship mm-hmm. that I had that was all dealt with, all done. But I'd been through this process of like playing these songs live, and that's kind of also quite. Depressing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I and it was kind of bit kind of what am I gonna what am I gonna do now? Uh, now that I'm now that I'm here, that's done. Actually, everything's pretty good in, mm-hmm. in life. So then it, I, I then started thinking about like uh, just other stuff, and I realised that at the point I was writing this was around about September time, and you probably know about it. There was a, there was a phase where I had a, a manic episode, you mm-hmm. might know about this already, it was, mm-hmm. the first album was, was a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, and I had been reading the book uh, Into the Wild, Right. Um, and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the book Into the Wild. No, no. So it's, it, it's uh, it, what do you call it, it's a non-fiction book, right. Right? and it's about a young guy that was uh, living in America, and he just decides that he he comes from this very um, kind of st- the American dream kind of life. Sure. Uh, he, he finished university and then he just decides that he's just going to go into the wild, gets rid of all his possessions, mm-hmm. throws everything away, and then decides that he just wants to be. He, he calls himself a, a super tramp. I think is is the phrase that he decides to use. Right. Um, and he changes his name. And as I was reading that book, it made me really annoyed. <laughs> um, and there was an element of, of it where I, really, I could relate to 
the time where I had the the manic episode, and um, and that was part of what what happened with me was like I decided that I remember like I actually had my passport with me, and uh, I'd, I'd ripped up my passport, and I decided that I was going to go on my own adventure, and just. I just go and I don't know I'm not even quite sure what I'm yeah, going to do sure. but I could see like you know the parallels mm-hmm. and, and that, that, that that bothered me um, and, then it made me th- and then it made me think about that, that period of time again so the first song was kind of singing a little bit about the comparison between me and, and this, this person uh, and then that continues through throughout throughout the album mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's in chunks there's, a, there's a, a section of three songs where um, I, it goes over the point of where uh, I had the, the the episode to the point where I was in. I was I set was sectioned. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then out of out of hospital and the next single. Um, this sounds really weird talking about. It. And the next single <laughs> <laughs> um, is uh, Footsteps One Hundred One. And the the basis of that is around when I when I came out of hospital. Um, initially, they thought that I had schizophrenia right. um, and that's what my parents were told and were told I've never functioned in society ever again wow. um, I don't look at him <laughs> I look at him today <laughs> he's just getting back <laughs> but <I'm> surprised <laughs> but so and so my, my parents weren't happy with that yeah. so they went and got a, a, a second opinion and then the second opinion was what, what had actually happened was that I had got right into at the time I was a a student that was uh, studying acting uh-huh. and I was right into uh, method acting yeah, and the Stanislavski yeah. technique. Yes, yeah. Um, and so I got so into that that I just I started really pushing myself and I stopped really eating and drinking and just thinking oh, I don't really have to do that anymore and that's what caused the cause that was just just this one off episode. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But so that's what the, the second doctor. That's what's happened to you. Uh-huh. Um, got out of hospital. By this point, they they given me medication for schizophrenia. And I wasn't able to properly move or function anymore. Like so, there's this clear memory I've got. We're asking you. I've got that memory too. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is upsetting. That's all right. um, I know I'm like happily jolly talking. (laughs) Um, Asking reindeer, my brother, uh, if he can show me how to walk uh, in the way that any ordinary person would do, because I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, and so this memory that we both have of me watching him walk up the road and then me trying to emulate that. So that, that's what the that's what the oh, music is about. Yeah. And, and if anyone is, when I mean, you know someone's watching you walk, because then you start thinking, how do I walk? Which is against Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's really interesting. A little bit about a method acting side of things and studied it years and years ago. Uh, and part of it is that idea of breaking things down mm-hmm. into almost individual sections. That's right, yeah. So, you know, yeah. this step foot goes in front of the other and they're actually thinking about all of these yeah, things. Yeah, that's that right. You kind of get yeah. if you got so far into that yeah, yeah. that uh, it can be maybe difficult to get back out. Well, yeah, because well, yeah, I think that was, that was part of it as well because I had become, like, in a way... Uh, all these different kind of characters that I've that been playing, so it was difficult to find, like myself again sure, in that yeah, so yeah. yeah so so that's what I, that section of the, of the album is, is about that so there's a little kind of three piece there and then the second half is a little bit about kind of where I am now mm-hmm. and then by the end it ties it back into uh, Alex from Into the Wild so the last song's called Alex Alex uh, Alex the Kid no Alex, Alex Kid, Kid. Um, which is actually the name of a computer game from from the nineties, <laughs> but it's about that guy and right. about my relationship to that guy. So that that that's 
that's what it's all about and people have said to me oh nice one cameo was that not what the first album was about mm. but, but then if you know if you've had a manic episode then maybe you've got more material there more things to say, <laughs> more things to say. Yeah. Who, who are they who are they the <laughs> <laughs> memories start coming back of yeah. different people I mean it, it, that's a, a, it's an astonishing story and actually um, because I say I haven't heard the whole album but the more you listen to the tracks I have mm-hmm. they start to make more sense yeah. because they're quite what's the word start in, in, the, in the you know on their own yeah. you know they're quite arresting and there's yeah. so much going on in them yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like, listen to, to Freak Beak again this morning you're going what's being said and what's that look and what you know you can really lose yourself in, yeah. in the songs yeah 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 and is that how the, the album kind of works as a whole then you think I, I, I think so yeah I, I think it feels like that mm-hmm. like well, well, you know your girlfriend Helen. Yeah, well, yeah. I really so love what she what she <laughs> said about when uh, after we got the finished version put together and um, I, I was like, right, okay, let's let's listen to this. And I was quite scared of sitting listening. To it <laughs> yeah, with her. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's a good critic. Yeah. Um, she tells you what, what she thinks, and uh, and she was like sitting listening to it, and she was she was baffled at points. She was like, what? What is this? And like, why did this happen now? And uh-huh. um, and then like by the end of it though, she was just like, "All right, I get it." Yeah, yeah that's it. It's that kind of piecing the uh, placing the pieces together yeah. to kind of see a whole. And I do think that's what um, all of your albums do. Yeah, yeah. There's often it's. Um, you know, you can listen to the individual tracks, but when it really starts to make sense is when you listen to the whole thing. It's like a proper album. Definitely, right? that, that, that's that's really what we've always wanted because we're big fans of of albums yeah. as, as as the full as the full yeah. piece. And uh, you know, and I think on on all three albums so far, what we tend to have the tracks will bleed into the next track, and then yes. we'll have a little break, and then and then it'll bleed into the next one. And at the end of this album, it, it's basically is. I would say there's three tracks, but it's really one track, so it's like really a track that's 17 minutes, really, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. And it's just this whole piece um, right. that all comes that all comes together, and and by the end of it, it's oh, it's a little bit Pink Floydy because at the end of the last sound you hear is actually the first sound you hear at the album, so. Um, and there's some explosions. And there's a wee explosion. <laughs> Roger Waters shouting in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the image like the, the covers and from the, what I've seen the videos and stuff like mm. that, you've got a really strong kind of image going on there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's it's I'm looking at my questions there and from what we've just spoken about and it's so interesting because I was going to say it's um it's a little bit psychedelic but actually yeah. I thought it was not it's psychotropic it's that kind of <laughs> and then we're thinking well, yeah it's good that thing so if you could explain the imagery and the so I, I, that one's a bit difficult because it's it's Chris's it's a shame that. Chris is locked up in his yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was hoping to come along, mm. but he's he's uh, self uh, quarantined. Ah, uh, yeah, he is. It? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's Chris. Kind of, he does all the artwork for, oh, for, right. for everything, and he has done for all all the albums. Um, and the same with the videos. It's like Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the video was a surprising thing, because um, what Chris tends to do, I think he picks up and the image is very similar to the sound in a way because there's so much going on yeah. so you know Chris is like obviously in that Mitchell Museum world all the time as well so I think I guess he knows what what we look like in terms of the sound yeah I think you're right I think it's I think he's got a very clever way of understanding 
he's a he's a graphic designer mm. um, right that, that's that's what he does and he's done a lot of artwork for um, other bands like he's done a lot of, you know uh, Lloyd's Olive Grove yes yeah, he's, he's, he's done like loads of those uh, the artwork for that and I think he, he has a really good way good way of listening to bands and he gets a good picture of what what the should visual look. should look like uh, it's, it's kind of fascinating isn't it's it because a special skill you, you, you probably wouldn't realise that that Chris has done that that artwork because it's because the stuff he does for us is so distinct and, and so very different from like the kind of stuff he's done for Olive Grove yeah so, um, yeah, but I think also if you did know, then you, you can tell he's, he's got he's got a, a style about him. But he's really he's really kind of managed, I think, to to capture. Like I mean, you're not saying about three eyed dogs. But like, <laughs> the like the, the just the, those images seem to really yeah. work well with, yeah. with what the sound is of of this album. It's quite sharp yep. and, and bright and dense a lot going on yeah. and yeah. kind of unsettling in a way <laughs> I mean, you see a dog with, a, with, a, with an extra eye that's yeah. the feeling that yeah. you get from it but that's so interesting because the cover of Peter's Port Memorial Service yeah. is quite different in so style different. Yeah. To, to the new one and then when you're saying he's done it for another black ball that makes it absolutely makes sense yeah. and some of Olive Grove's you know, yeah. records are beautiful yeah, yeah. the whole yeah. design is yeah. great Ah. But what I was going to say though, like, so see for the video for Freak Beat, yes. uh, um, initially what happened was I got up one day and I thought, well, we need to get a video for, for Freak Beat. This is like, this is when we thought the album was going to come out last year, wasn't it? Yeah. So I, I got up and I was like, I'm just going to film myself and like mime into the song in a really sinister way and then I'll put on this kind of, uh, make it look like it's like an old VHS tape. Um, and then Chris saw it, he liked it, but mm-hmm. then he, he was like, I think I can do more with that. So you took took it away, yeah. did more with that, and then when we saw what we, what he did with it... Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it! <laughs> it was brilliant, <laughs> but it was a real surprise. Yeah. So yeah, I, I spoke to people that have said, wow, that, that video was quite out there, yeah, um, yeah. and they were quite taken aback, but I've got to say that I had the same experience <laughs> when I saw it as well. But yeah, absolutely brilliant. And we just, we just fem- finished filming the, the video for the next one, and right. I, I have to say that it's... Well, we've not seen it back yet. But we, we, know. we know that it's bizarre. We, <laughs> we were there. We were there. It's, it's, it's quite something. I love that idea that um, you're kind of constantly surprising each other. <laughs> what you're offering up. That's but you true, know what it is? It's, yeah. it's yeah, strange yeah. for a band to have been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. How have you got that from that? And how have you yeah. got that from that? Oh, that's that's true. I, I, I have in the past certainly surprised Chris. Like when 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 we were working on the on the second album, I remember. As as we've discussed, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of loops and samples and stuff. And I remember, like, there was one song, um, "A Change Is Good As The Rest" uh, from the second album, and we felt that it wasn't quite, wasn't quite finished. And I, I, I went away and kind of did some work on it, and I gave him like a whole other because we were mixing, me and Chris were mixing it together, right? And I like I played him so this is what we're gonna have at the end, but soloed by itself sounds completely bananas. Like inside the song, it makes sense, but I remember like Chris's face when I played it to him, and he just looked kind of horrified. <laughs> but, but it really worked in the end. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, we are constantly surprised <laughs> each other. Yeah. I. So going right back to you've, you've been releasing records since about two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so how how have you seen things change in all those times? in kind of Scottish music scene, for want of a better word, but you know the way things are done. Because in my head, mm-hmm. I have it that uh, Peter's Port Memorial Memorial Service was the first vinyl album I bought in 
years. No way, really? And it was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they, because it was the beginning of vinyl kind that's, of making its comeback. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. was that something that you guys had decided? Yeah, we thought it'd be cool. We, we were just like, it'd been really nice to have like, like have it in vinyl because we used to always like love that when when we were little and see our parents vinyl yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And, and also, everybody else. single was. Uh, recent vinyl that's well. right yeah yeah and it seemed it but not many other work. people were doing it back then that's right I, I remember that I didn't have a record player anymore <laughs> I realised oh right okay there's a problem here but, um, but now of course you know it's 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 right across the board it's, yeah it's, uh, yeah that's yeah. true every, every, everyone does it now, don't I, I think that I think like way back at the start as well we were aware of the fact that like well Chris again has got mega powers when it comes to like <laughs> a visual yeah. artistic thing yeah. so like the fact that you could make get a vinyl and like have it sort of gatefold and, yeah that's right it's like, and then sleeve, yeah. and then say it's all joins up we, we really liked that idea mm-hmm. because it, it kind of went with the idea of how we wanted to approach our music yeah and um, it was like just a, a, a one Piece. Yeah, it completes the album idea, doesn't yeah. it? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just something that you skip a track on yeah. or anything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You have you don't have to you do sit down and you play it right from, from start yeah. to yeah. to end. Um are there other things that you think well things have changed uh, I think the, the, the thing that's been a bit weird for us is that um I think things have changed quite a bit from and it doesn't seem like it's that long. But no, you no. know no, but I, I know that when we when the first album came out that was at the point that that twitter was really starting to happen mm. as, as well and we weren't very good at it no we didn't understand <laughs> it we, we didn't know what it was we were actually at a, i remember we went to a twitter launch party yeah. or something like yeah, that in edinburgh. edinburgh we played it that was really yeah, weird right. don't really know what this yeah. twitter is yeah yeah <laughs> why are you following me it's really creepy stalking me are you yeah. stalking me how many followers do you have oh. So, but now, like that's um, it, it's, it's like a, it's just an absolutely massive thing now, mm-hmm. and that's been something that I think I've just kind of recently, yeah. just kind of been getting the hang of again. Is like mm-hmm. kind of, and it's a great way to um, well, depress yourself, isn't it? <laughs> you see all the sadness that's going on, mm-hmm. but also a great way to like just kind of, kind of meet other other bands and and kind of interact with other people in in a way that that wasn't possible before because. Yeah. You know, I've definitely found quite a lot of new music through that, um, just yeah. through, through Twitter, uh, Twitter, through Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing was Spotify going ten years ago? Spotify was. It, it just, just started. started didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had had just started. Because yeah. that's been the other huge kind of change. Yeah. Where people, you know, put their music out. Or, yeah. Uh, I mean, with positives and many negatives as well. That's the thing. Yeah, I think with Spotify, because we are. I, well, we've both got Spotify, haven't we? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and it's great. But it's also the thing is trying to make sure that you remember to actually buy, you know, like buy the stuff yeah. as well to support the artist, which is something that I definitely, you know, try we, we try to do. Yeah. Um, and I think we're we're, we're the, the release for this album is going to be delayed on Spotify. Right. Um, it's for the for that for that reason, so it's not going to be available on Spotify right away. That's um, good idea. Yeah. Well, I actually, I got the idea from um, the way that Storm the Palace yes. uh, released their uh, last album and when it came out I was really looking forward to it and I, I looked on Spotify and it wasn't on Spotify yeah. and I, I was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> what is this album that you've been telling me about yeah yeah so um, I, and and I loved the album yeah. and so I was like well 
I was gonna, I was gonna buy it anyway, but it really made me buy it because there was no way that I could like that, that I could listen to it on Spotify. So, yeah. so I thought, yeah, let's let's delay that for us a little bit, and hopefully other people will have the same reaction. Mm. It's interesting because I know when, when I started the website, it was back in two thousand and ten as well, and yeah. a lot of people would just send all their albums, you know, because they uh-huh. didn't quite know what to do. Mm. CDs have kind of died a bit, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. and for one, you'll say, don't send people all your albums for free for good the yeah. whole thing and, uh, and the other thing was they weren't quite sure just how to get it into people's hands and yeah. I think that has probably been better even though you know mm-hmm. you know Spotify you don't make any kind of money from it but m- the people I know that are really into their music do both you know they're listening yeah. and they get yeah. the lovely you know whatever it is now mm-hmm. off the vinyl Aye. that kind of thing so does each album that you kind of you, you've done now as I said at the beginning they all sound um a, like you mm. but they do have uh, this kind of individual identity mm. isn't it? Is, it, is it quite important you talked about you know an alter ego to push <laughs> this into yeah, yeah. another direction but to have them sound really independent yeah definitely um, it's a, a big thing um, but, yeah definitely for, for me uh, I, I, I don't I don't really ever want to repeat ourselves in terms of the sound even though it's, we have got a distinct sound but it's trying to find a different, I don't know, I, I, yeah. It's just trying to keep it interesting. It's keeping it interesting for us as well. That's right, um, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I mean, I, I love uh, I love people to hear the music and to like it. If they like it, great. If they don't, fair enough. Yeah. But I also personally really love to enjoy playing the music yeah. and, and the, the, like, the process of, of writing it. So uh, if, we were, if we were just writing the same stuff yeah. over and over and again, I don't think we'd be doing it. No, that's true. That's um, true. We'll, is. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll be doing something else, but I, but well, as I say, it's interesting that it's still always kind of you have your own styles, whether it's singing or drumming or, or yeah. bass as well, which kind of always comes through. And uh, you know, you're great live as well. Um, with all that's, there's supposed to be a launch at the Glad Cafe, isn't yeah, there? In the fifteenth right. and one at the Leith Depot in Edinburgh, yeah. the sixteenth. I guess you don't know what's going to happen. Mm. Oh yeah, I know. Situation. I know, I know, because uh, everyone's getting cancelled yeah. just now. Yeah, I had not thought of that. Did you know? Yeah. Well, the reason it's at the forefront of my head is I was going to see um, a gig at the Glad Cafe last night, which was uh, uh, cancelled, and it was the artist. You know, they decided right, they're yeah. not going to do it, and you know, on your Twitter feed or whatever, it just seems to be people don't know quite what to do. I know. Um, Broken chat. I was uh, yeah. I was going to see them in Dundee actually, yeah. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I was quite disappointed that um, that that's been that's been cancelled now. And I, and I was a bit surprised, but like I totally un- I totally understand mm. it, you know. Yeah. It's, um, but playing for you guys, playing live aside from the situation mm. at the moment, it does <laughs> seem to be a really important part of what you do. Yeah, well, yeah. I think we we, we love playing. Oh, live, I absolutely we? love it. Yeah. yeah. Although. I, I don't know about you. Chris is always quite relaxed. I'm always terrified before we go. I can't. I can't talk to anyone. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. See, I think that a lot of people, uh, especially in small gigs, don't realise that people feel like that. And they see folk. Oh, how are you doing? Yeah, and then right. going, oh, God, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everyone comes up to you, like, oh, how are you doing? How are you? Oh, yeah, brilliant. You're like, I need to concentrate on what I'm about to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, oh, I absolutely love playing live. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite, one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. So, in terms of um, how you approached a this album, it, it's really interesting to me because you you started with this new song, but the birthday song. Yeah. 
How do you then go about it? Is it a case that you write songs and then take them to the other guys, or is it more? Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I make a, a a demo up, um, and then uh, I'll uh, send it out to you guys, and then and then we kind of work around what you know what what I've created. That's that's it, isn't that's it? it? That's yeah. it. That's how we do it. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of, have you been ever surprising again? But when you get something that Cammy's uh, written, and you go. Oh um, yeah, well, that happens. Uh, but usually it's like I have to listen to a thing a couple of times. Um, well, there was this, the last thing that you sent. So Cameron's already started writing stuff for next album. Yeah, yeah. and um, and he sent something up to us uh, the other week, and I was like, I definitely love this, but I don't know what it is. I, I, need, to, I need to listen to something a couple of times and yeah. I think this must be the, the case for people, people that hear our songs yeah, yeah. Well, because and particularly with the new songs it feels it's it's almost about the the whole um, vibe behind it you know it's not just about oh these are beautiful lyrics or everything it's really it, you know songs like a force of nature but you know these songs are doing um, in that yeah. sense yeah, yeah. and I guess that comes if you're cutting yeah, a yeah. lot of samples up yeah yeah. Or, do you ever do that with your own lyrics do you ever record it down and then uh, or in the kind of the David, yeah. the David Bowie kind yeah, of message, yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. I've I've done that before, and um, I, mostly uh, I have done it a few times, but yeah, yeah, I have to have I've had a go at that. <laughs> so in terms of the the kind of dynamic of the collaboration, then um, once uh, Chris and yourself get the songs, I mean you've already done the demo with music. Yeah, demo with music, there were the samples, all the weird stuff. Um, yeah, Cam- Cameron comes at us with the samples and the mad noises, and then, then we we try and put a wee bow on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess, uh, yeah, we, we, we play, play them through. We, we, we tend then, to, what we do is, I'll, they'll hear this kind of demo with all the weird sounds and everything, um, and then the three of us will get together and we'll do like a basic version of the song where I'll play, um, like so we rehearse in low five studios and they've got pianos right, in yeah, there. So yeah, yeah. Um, we'll play. I'll, I'll play the piano and well, you'll play the drums and Chris will play the bass and we work in a kind of a very standard um, kind of live band kind of version of the songs. And then as we get better at doing that, it gives you it gives you the space to kind of work on your drum parts and yeah. that tends to kind of change the dynamic of some of the songs because when you're just doing a kind of a loop of a song with like drum loops and stuff yourself it can be quite static sometimes yeah. and um, that's what like you and Chris like really help with bringing the dynamics out um, so we work that out and then we start putting the kind of the weird samples back in. So when uh, you uh, have finished an album like you have with this one now do you still think about it a lot? Oh, loads. Do yeah. Don't stop thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't stop thinking about it. Um, weirdly, I think you hear like a lot of people say when they write music that um, they never listen to to their songs or their albums, but I haven't listened to our album a lot recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I like. I actually really enjoy it. That's great. No, no. <laughs> so yeah. And, and what about previous albums? Do you back to them? I do go back to them, and I, I get annoyed about them. Yeah. <laughs> He's always very. Uh, you're always down on Peter's Port Memorial Service, especially. Aren't you? I am. I am. Um, and then just the other day. I he sent me a message saying, oh, I'm quite harsh in that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true. I did say that. Um, it's just funny because 
I think that was the that that was the first album that we made, and there's there's stuff that I would love to change about it, um, and I think that some stuff didn't quite come out the way that I wanted it to at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I'm being honest, I do really love the album, but it does do my head a little bit when I can hear or I can't hear something that I know that was was recorded, but it hasn't come hasn't quite come out the way that I, I wanted to at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite harsh on it. Um, I think I, th- I do think it's. Like listen to sort of third album now, and mm. I I do like personally. That I think there is you can hear a, a path though. You yeah, can, I can hear like where we started off, even for the very like the first song of Peter's Pro, right to like the end of this yeah album. Mm-hmm. I feel like it makes sense the journey of how we've ended up where we yeah. are now. It's not like there's no sudden like, like massive, massive change, change but yeah 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 it's, it feels organic yeah yeah I totally, I totally agree <laughs> but I guess that's maybe because of the way that you've explained that you work yeah because of your song Cammy mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and then you kind of give them over to the, the band it's not like you know Ringo's come in and said I've got yellow summer or something that you know, it will always sound that's yeah, why yeah. it sounds yeah like true it. true true yeah yeah Definitely. Yeah. I know, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, know that it's been played on the, the radio mm. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um I, mean, I guess you won't know what you're gonna do in terms of touring or things like that. But uh you wouldn't have thought about what comes next, have you? Uh, well You said how long it takes you to record these uh, things. Oh yeah, well no, yeah. I, I I'm already already working on the next on the next thing. Mm-hmm. I already, I've already started writing like new songs. So uh, what, what, two? We've got two songs. Two new songs. Do you know what they're called? Yeah, and you go. They're called Fog A and Fog B. <laughs> <laughs> well, never learn from your mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, I started working on them already, and I was, uh, I was actually working on something yesterday as well. Oh, uh, what do you know? Constantly surprising. But are you, I mean, are you constantly basically making music that's uh, yeah yeah I'd say so yeah um, when I'm not doing anything else that's the thing that I, I go to and I think being aware certainly about the, the amount of time that it takes to, to put a new album together and then get it out there I, like just really knowing that I need to get working on and also uh, weird the weirdest thing and it, it happened when once once I got once, once I started working on the second album no sorry the, the, the third yeah. album and once I really got into that place of writing the songs, yeah. it worked really well for me, and that the, the writer's block was gone. That's interesting. Yeah, and so it's like I I want to just keep writing, so I don't lose that you know like I don't go through that that phase again. So mm-hmm. like once it's once you know, whatever's opened up is opened up, and mm-hmm. it's it's going well. So it's just still trying to strike across the iron's hot. Yeah, I think there's a, having spoken to uh, a few writers over the years that I've had writer's block yeah that's the fear that it'll come back mm. so it's that kind of I have to get up every day <laughs> yeah. and do however my amount yeah I mean, I mean years ago I used to, like, I remember uh, hearing about Neil Young Neil Young ah, Neil mm. Young um, and he would write a song a day mm. um, that's that's what he would do like I think but that was like in a way to make sure that he he didn't um, go into that, that phase of, of block you know and I, I, and I tried that for a bit and yeah. I wrote a load of crap <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure not all Neil Young songs are in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're not all good. They're not. <laughs> stadium. Yeah. Um, but it must be a scary thing if, if you know, what you do is, is make music all the time. Yeah. And what, how did it kind of happen? Was it lyrical block or was it, was it um, actual um, musical? I think it's, I think it's uh, a little bit musical. The lyrically, I, I don't really, I don't really ever have a block with that. Mm. I think it's, but it's making the song itself and how does never totally sure how the song comes together 
but um, I think when you've been playing music for such a long time, when you uh, you're used to playing a song on a keyboard or playing a song on a guitar, because some some songs are written on, on keyboard, some on guitar, you tend to go to the same shapes when you're when you're when you're writing a song. You tend to go to the same. You can't. It's hard not to go to, to the same chord structures you've done before. And you go, oh, I've already done that. And so that's part of like why I wanted to use the looping thing and mm-hmm. taking sounds and making like instruments out of my friends and family because then I was doing something entirely new that I hadn't done before. So it's cre- kind of creating a new instrument in a way. So that I was not going into the same the, the same old chord uh, progressions, you know. So yeah, I, I guess musically that, that that's where I've lost it before. But currently. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's, all good. <laughs> course, it's all good. And uh, if talking, you know, we're sampling friends and family, mm. and they uh, they were all quite happy to be sampled. They, they well, that was the thing. I I did forget to tell them. <laughs> they know that. They know now. Yeah, yeah. But it was the point when we were putting the uh, the artwork, or like Chris was putting the artwork together for the new album, and um, we realised that we had to we had to credit everybody that, that was on it, and it's difficult to know like where everybody yeah. is now. But certainly, I know that our our, our mum's on the album, and uh, she got a bit of a surprise when I, when I told her. So, like in the second last song, you can hear her making this kind of weird whooping sound. But you can't, you don't. It doesn't really stand out. But like she would know, I think. Yeah. Once we, you know. Like, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, but everybody knows now. Everyone knows now. Um, yeah, only a couple of people have said that they're going to speak to their lawyers about it. So, <laughs> so if you didn't know now and you're listening to this, check it out. Good friends. Uh, guys, thanks very much for joining us. Thank today. you. Very really interesting. Much. And we'll be back soon uh, with someone completely different. <laughs> Cheers. Mm-hmm.